Do you want to talk about bug snacks? I love I love bug snacks. Oh. I don't actually know much about bug snacks. I are we like talking about, about the thing where they like actually just bugs and then are their food and then you eat them? Because no, that's we're like a about thing the with like game with the with the wampuses. Oh yeah, and yeah, they're yeah, like yeah. bug snacks, and you Baby eat the bug snacks. Uh, kind of, kind of, <laughs> and then and then they turn one appendage into the snack that you eat. And oh. there's a DLC which is Isle of Big Snacks, Ooh. which are big bug snacks you're not talking about a real thing right now. oh absolutely you, you, you guys have up. never seen bug <laughs> no. snacks it's the best it does have a song that comes with it i don't know the song off the top of my head but, i think um, we're going to have to look into this after this episode bug we've snacks played, is we've, the first person David adventure bug game i've played snacks. through it i yeah, have it i own it you've sent yeah. us snapshots of it before it's a real I thing i think this was before you were on the text chain philip <laughs> <laughs> okay, sure. It was like years ago. We should actually play it. That's I'm on board. Fun time. Group bonding. Let's do it. And it's very applicable <laughs> to our current circumstances. <laughs> Is it? Pie eating. Oh. The the core gameplay revolves around finding, capturing, and, and capturing different species of bug snacks, half bug, half snacks creatures that inhabit the island. Amazing. Mm-hmm. And you feed them to other... Uh, how are they Wombuses? half bug, yeah. half snack? What is the snack part made I'm out sure of? There's a bug. Is it also? <laughs> well, it's, actually, bug? it's more like the bug part is made of snack because they're all snack. They're delicious. Whoa. That's the whole point. I, I'm seeing that there's a slingshot that can shoot uh, different sauces. Sauces mm-hmm. such you as gotta ketchup attract and the, chocolate. The, the, yeah, they're not the all just. They're Probably not all don't just combine those together. You have to. You have to solve puzzles that let you catch the snacks. Amazing. I want to play this so gosh darn bad. It's um, fun. It's a fun time. I'm remember distressed. the time where I made uh, David play putt-putt? <laughs> I remember the time, <laughs> zoo. Remember the time I played Echo the Dolphin? And oh. <laughs> <laughs> you jumped too high and all the dolphins yeah. got stolen into space. Yeah, I jumped so high I caused a black hole. <laughs> That's not how I was expecting that game to start. I, did, I was not aware of that part of Echo the Dolphin. <laughs> and welcome back to the 7th Star of the Right podcast. Good Echo the Dolphin reference there. That's a really, was like an is this N64 game? No, it's a SNES. SNES. Or maybe Sega. I think it's, it's I Sega. bought, because I bought that Sega one Saturn. PlayStation disc that was like 200 Sega games in one. And we were like, oh. And then we like rolled a die to see which one we would play. That was fun. Good times. Uh, this is session 65. How are you all doing? Pretty I'm good. on caffeine good. three out of question mark. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I love that numbering system. It's a good numbering mm-hmm. system. So one last bit of call it. say the thing. I'm saying the thing. Amazing. Uh, we're doing a metadimensional episode. Yeah. This will be like the the last like two weeks that we take on any questions um, until like the early June. It might actually only be one week if this is coming out the 24th, which I think it is. Um, so if you want to get your questions in, try and get them in before the the turn of the month into June, because we'll probably be scheduling the metadimensional episode sometime around the start then. Um, if you want to send in questions, just send it to seventh star podcast at gmail.com. That is the number seven T H S T A R podcast at gmail.com. Yes, I will. I will never get S E V E N T H. I didn't say nothing. I made that joke earlier today. (laughs) What about heaven start to the right? Heaven start to the right. Mm. That that'll be our spinoff podcast. Our Christian spin-off yeah, podcast. Christian spin-off oh, podcast. 
You're all in a Catholic school. It's okay. like it's like Persona, but it, like, in a Catholic school. Or like it could just be the one where we like turn into angels or something. We could just be spreading the good word, guys. <laughs> oh no. We are all well equipped to do that. That would not go badly at all. So now that that's out of the way, what do you guys remember from last session? I got clipped. You got oh, clipped, I, and you then got laid. And then other you things got clipped, too. you got pie, and you got laid. You're having a it, great day. It, it, it's a day full of extremes. I'll say that much. <laughs> Clipping, not so nice. Other things, better. <laughs> All right. Say something there, David. No. Uh, it's so, safer not to. So I, I remember... Everything about all of the the not bears, and I remember the the eye and the moon that I saw at the party. Yeah, I'm I remember you handled the- that really well because I would have been like, like I saw a statue and I was freaked out about it. The moon looked at you, and yeah. you're just like, I mean, I think the moon that looked at me. It, it was a lot to take in all at once, so it just kind of evened itself out. <laughs> Fair you know, enough. I'm taking drugs, I'm like. <sighs> We don't have enough drugs. We have to go buy more drugs now. Yes, I, I did. Too Mike many drugs. Did take a lot of drugs. But I carried it uh, off like a champ. A total of 14 drugs. Well, amazing. Levels of drugs. 14 drugs worth of drugs. 14, 14 bad drugs. drugs. Yeah. Yeah, fair enough. Just so. a couple good ones. Yeah, so those were the big, those are kind of the big ones. Pie eating contest, very yeah. important. Of course. Uh, Micah won that, was able to keep it down. Um, <laughs> Micah also you always say the loveliest things <laughs> I'm sorry it's just the way that I am hmm. um has mainly uh also Dr. Lucia Sleggett like talked with Nona a little bit about some of her findings because after getting that bombshell just kind of dropped at him hey I'm this thing that you've always you've kind of been searching for your entire life also bye now um <laughs> He ha- had some questions for her. Some of those questions were answered. I think he wanted to have more, but it was just, it was getting late. He had already been up longer yeah, he than He needs to be sleeping. Hours. Humans need that, Jeff. Humans need some sleep. Yeah. Um, but he uh, he looked at your core, which is seems very intimate, unnecessarily so, but that happened. And that's kind of the big things that I remember that I see that I've written down, yep. I should say. Also, you suggested to help with him about helping build the frequency jammer. Yeah. I mean, originally I was thinking that's when we would have all of these conversations about stuff. So now we can just, it's cute, but yeah, yeah, I want to build a frequency jammer. I want to turn off all the mind control because if I'm not allowed to have a mind controlled army, no no one one is. You know what? That's a a pretty good takeaway. (laughs) I'll take that. That's a win. Yeah. Um, and so we wrapped up the night with Claire, Alex, and Nona retiring to the Phoenix and Micah <laughs> going back uh, to Volker's place. Mm-hmm. Now, I have a question for you, Micah. Sure. What kind of, are you like a, a hit it and leave it kind of kind of? Gosh girl? darn it. Where Jack. are you? Where are you is, is the question. <laughs> the rhyme is right there. It is well. What is it? Hit, hit it and quit, quit it. it. Oh, damn. I, I was also, trying to think of that. Are also, you a, hit it and leave it. Do you have the sexual intercourse and then depart immediately after? Are you a I, kind of fornicate and then leave kind of person? <laughs> I think this is now a very... Now act like a tree and get out of here. Uh, <laughs> this is a, a very crass line of questions. 
questioning. I'm sorry. Uh, Micah, after you are intimate <laughs> with someone that you have met for the first... Well, <laughs> wow! The very first time. The judgment! No, no, no. This is like the, the first time you, uh, you have been intimate with someone. Are you going to be sleeping over or are you going to stay the night? Do you do finger Jeff. guns or handshakes? <laughs> <laughs> Jeff, I'll, I'll tell you this. Okay. Um, what time are we supposed to be leaving uh, the following morning? It's like pretty early, right? Uh, like Not really. No? It's, it's one of those like rolling, like we'll go when, when we you, go. When everybody gets out of bed. And remember, like it's super sleep deprived. So. Yeah. <laughs> okay. I'm going to arrive back at the ship in like the early morning, but not the middle of the night. Okay. Did you guys get brunch? They can't no. have gotten brunch. They could have gotten breakfast, but if it's early morning, you can't have brunch before 10. At, at, at their place? Uh, yeah. I, I, I'll, I'll stop with this line Oh my gosh. Could you just imagine, like, <laughs> I made you breakfast and so just pulled out a bowl of cereal. <laughs> I feel like Volker would have at I least s- cut up some bananas and put it on top. Okay, that I suppose counts. Yeah. Michael's like, th- do you want to go to IHOP? <laughs> no one wants to go to IHOP. So, so actually, I didn't like, you eat like 10 pies yesterday? <laughs> Jesus, right. I, yeah. pies. I pro- probably didn't linger long in the morning, but I would like, they, they would be awake before I left and I would be the night there. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So it is it is early morning. You find your way back just fine because I don't want to make you roll for it and have you get lost in Nova Boxes. No, no, I, I guess, so... Crap, where's my leather jacket? <laughs> I left it at the party. <laughs> oh, no, I have to go back to Volker's. <laughs> you like, did I leave my jacket here? This is a, a mini side quest where you just have to, like, reobtain all of your stuff. You put your chapstick down over there. <laughs> Alex, I assume you're getting some sleep. Claire's as well. Don't let me... Uh, if you don't want to get sleep, you don't have to sleep. Um. Yeah, no, Alex will get some sleep. All right, cool. Um, Claire will sleep as well. Uneventful night. No dreams. It's always nice to have, right? No, no. What are you doing during the night? Because I assume this is not, I'm going to stare at the ceiling now. I feel like this is Nona work time. No, that's fair. Um, Honestly, I've got a couple of different things on my list, but I think probably, depending on how long we think this sort of like frequency jammer situation is going to take mm-hmm. um what i'm what i'm roughly envisioning is a both a scanner and a jammer be that in one device or two but i want one yeah. to specifically attempt to find it out and then the other one to be like and stop doing that i think you could build that into one device Fair um, enough. so i'm gonna say if you want to build it tonight you're gonna have to use one of your pretext scrap hmm. fair enough I, I think it was really a mostly getting started on it kind of situation, like have a plan because like I was also going to tag and leg it on some of this. He might be able to help. Right. Uh, so I guess what I'm trying to say is you guys are going to be flying into the wastes to a location and yeah. then you're going to be at that location. It's not going to like the, the flight over is probably only going to be as long as the night itself. So like. Fair enough. Um, yeah, I'll just I'll do a pretext. Crime. Yeah, I, I think you need. To can- <laughs> so I think you just need to cannibalize some some higher value stuff if you actually want to get it complete tonight. Yeah, I don't right. really think there's too much of a yeah because like we want it complete before we go to the place. That that's right. that's kind of what I assume. So I wanted to give you the understanding that. I don't think if you if you do not use a pretext scrap, I don't believe you'll have it done by the time you land. Perfect. Unless you want to take some more time 
two before you go out. I also wanted to uh, start a potential project of there is a leader bot that I got back. Yep. Um, I turned EDI kind of into one of them. Mm -hmm. I'm interested in the possibility of making it be a second potential shell for me. Yes, we've talked about this. That's going to require quite a bit of work. Um, I think there's rules. We can talk about this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. but basically I start the beginnings of kind of setting that up and that will take however long it takes and that will require whatever sort of resource it is. It is. I'm just calling out. That's a plan. We're doing that in the background. It's going to take a while. Awesome. I'm just going to write that down so I have it in my notes. Cool. I have so many pretext bear parts and so not many. Well, because you heal with them as well, right? Like yeah. That's, that's how you heal. Well, I've got pretext spare parts. We've got 141 now on the ship. Oh, that's a lot, actually. <laughs> yeah. Well, you let me buy 100 from those. Uh, it is expensive. Dicks and dicks. Yeah. Well, you want us to spend money more. So there yeah. we go. And then I have a, the important part, though, I have 11 normal spare parts. So 141 <laughs> of the super rare free tech, they don't make them like they used to. And then 11 of just like the normal ones. Yeah, but the normal ones you can easily find and the pretexts are better. Yep. Um, so anyway, yeah, Nona, you, you've done that. You, you yeah. probably are going to require some second checking from uh, Lucius Leggett in the morning. But you yeah. think you mostly have something together. Yeah. You would basically need... One of the, uh, I know you already have like one of the cylinders, so you can mm. try uh, attuning it to whatever that frequency is mm. receiving. Yeah. Um, but as you've noticed, uh, it seems like the the frequency sometimes rotates based off of some sort of like encryption pattern. Sure. Um, so it might be useful. And now that it's out of the body, it doesn't, they've gone inert. Sure. Um, so you might need newer versions to like block new sort of yeah incoming frank frequencies but when you do that you could block frequencies for a significant period of time so wait basically what you're saying is that the way this works is we would have to kill a thing obtain the capsule and then that would block for a certain period of time and then eventually it would stop working and yeah or you could okay. do uh, i would assume you build some kind of scanning functionality into it um such that if you were in the vicinity of one of these things Oh, yeah. You know, they're doing something based off of some directions. You could start scanning through and trying to detect what's actively putting out a signal. Yeah. Perfect. Love that. that. And and then you start blocking it and you'll notice that the thing has stopped doing what it was previously doing. Um, So that is that. Micah comes back early in the morning. Claire is sleeping in. She's quite tired. Alex and Nona. Are you guys stirring in the early morning? Yeah, Alex is up pretty early the next day. All right. Is there anything that you guys want to do between the the three of you before um, Dr. Lucius Leggett joins? Um, Anything uh, you want to discuss? I can't remember. How mad would you be if If we we said no right now? Maybe just a little bit. Just going to make some coffee, I think. Yeah, Yeah, all right. right. (laughs) Michael, you put away those pies. Congratulations. (laughs) (laughs) Thanks. Yeah, I mean, they they were good pies. I thought they had extra, but I didn't get get any. With all the pies they had, they did not give you a single pie. They didn't. Well, you know, I would have settled for a slice. Well, I finished all of them. Maybe I should have just entered. 
No, just no, entered and had a single pie. <laughs> yeah, like I'm done. Okay, I, I thank had you. My pie. Fifteen bucks you for one slice of pie. Dessert. Thank you. I have a fork and knife, please. <laughs> All right. Yeah. Enough so. with the pleasantries. <laughs> Let's get into it. Here we go. We are heading. Should Claire be up for this? Do we want to wake her up? Um. If if we would like yeah. her insight potentially, but I got it. Yeah, she's tired. Uh, she's she's fine. We can give her the cliff notes. Cool. Okay. So yeah. Um. Right. So what do we know? We are heading towards an obsidian mausoleum. Yeah, we thought it was a palace, but we were wrong. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, like oh, the Taj Mahal, um, mm, space space Taj Mahal, mm-hmm. a whole planet. What was I saying? So I feel like mm-hmm. this is pretty applicable to the last thing we've heard yeah yeah i don't think we actually know for sure that we are heading towards an obsidian mausoleum i just think we strongly suspect it well no there was the devil thing right yeah are you saying the true ai in the desert is a devil well no but there was the tales about like the devil living in a in a black uh palace or something we heard at some point in the past who is saying that (laughs) <laughs> Kirsten no, is I, giving Micah a look I Not Philip. Micah No, it, it was Leggett Micah just wasn't listening <laughs> While he was prattling The first time we were on a trip with him I mean, yeah This just came up in, in Claire's prophecy And now we're heading out to somewhere In the wasteland Seems kind of convenient So I think that's a pretty okay to figure So rule number one Just don't break it Break like what? Dub City Mausoleum ah. Don't break it That's, that's the bad version is a, <clears throat> a choice will be made an obsidian mausoleum reduced to shards a hundred thousand voices crying out before falling forever silent or another path not even gonna read past that it sounds like that other path is the better one let's do that let's not break the obsidian mausoleum fair enough because we do have a tendency to break things i guess so let's not i uh, yeah fine and um there was I mean, so we think we're probably going to find whoever this is. Maybe your the potential sister. Maybe your sister out there. Mm-hmm. I mean, you think maybe like Claire mentioned was it the the man and woman untouched by time? I was there, like may, that could be like I mean Samantha Calvin, right? Wasn't she? She was trying to do some kind of a bit. Yes, it's yeah. possible. It's also possible that um, what we encountered on Ariseyame. Oh, uh, with the the, the, whole like the, the cycle genetic, with um, yeah, genetic mutants. The council people who just didn't ever die of being t- terrible tyrants. Yeah, those guys. Oh, I yeah. remember that. That that would also count as untouched by time in my book. Yeah, that's fair enough. Yeah, and I think Nona, you might be an option. Hmm. True. You've been around for a while, uh, physically, so. This is true. I am also untouched by time. I lack organic materials necessary to decompose. That would be the woman. Maybe. Maybe the, just... maybe the one Nona out in the wasteland no, is a guy. AI. I don't know. Just kidding. Do you have uh, brothers or only sisters? I am. I do not know. The pattern so far would potentially... I only have three data points, but... 
Okay. So, yeah, obviously, lots of options. Fun. Yeah, I guess that's it's the best we have to work with. Don't. If, if there's a mausoleum, try not to break it. And uh, also, what ma- does one ride people- on? Ride on? Yeah, there's, there's a pale faced rider not far behind. Um, I mean, in in like books and poems and stuff, that's usually a symbol for death. Hmm. So it's, it's probably not good. But like a horse or a screamer or just like the idea of death hmm. is yeah. like, yeah, is a, a pale rider on it, or is it a rider on a pale horse? I guess it can be both. Normally, I think they're both pale. They're both pretty pale. I think they're probably both pale. Yeah. (laughs) So watch out for any pale spaceships. Yeah. Fun. Oh, no. Look up. It's the symbolism of death. (laughs) It finally found us. And after this kind of uh, this conversation here. uh, Hi. Are you guys, are you guys talking about things? Yes, we're doing a <laughs> literary analysis of your most recent prophecy. Oh, fun, fun, great, grand old time. Yeah. Okay. Apparently, the person on the horse is not actually a person on a horse. I find this fascinating. It could be. It, it might could be. be. But mm-hmm. we, yeah, we were talking about metaphors today. Mm. Who's death following? Us. Us. <laughs> Constantly. I assume. I assume that it's told from the perspective no, 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 of you, and then you know, what Listen the man. collective us. I not, not to. We did all dream, point, but yeah, there there was kind of a, a primary um, <laughs> dreamer involved. So. But how do you mean? I mean, I, I don't know what it means. Um, mm. We were kind of in your dream. Oh. Yeah, that's fair. Maybe it's you, Claire. <laughs> I don't want to like assume. I'm just. I don't know what my deepest desire is though. Hmm? What? What? What line are you looking at? Okay. <laughs> Sorry. What stanza <laughs> are we on? I'm, I'm looking at the, the the second to last. The the this each step the dreamer takes towards their deepest desire. Each step the dreamer takes to their deepest desire. Oh, that's right. nice. Yeah. <laughs> It's a little weird of a meter, but uh, yeah, it's evocative. <laughs> okay. okay, so our Kirsten <laughs> is dying. Just, it, it's yeah. I don't are know. you the? Are you the? You think you're the dreamer? I don't know. That? I'm just. If that kind we, of if sense. we know that there's a dreamer, maybe we should avoid them from taking steps. steps. Yep. Towards their deepest desire. And I don't know what my deepest desire is. Yeah. Well, see, that's yeah. easy. If they're dreaming, it means they're sleeping and they can't walk. So the there's actually desire. this thing called sleepwalking. I don't know if you've heard of this. I have not, actually. I'm only two months old. <laughs> Does anyone know the deepest desire? That's not really like a. It's kind of a. I got mine. <laughs> yeah, fair enough. Yeah. So maybe uh, no one die. No one die. Oh yeah. No one break oh. the building. Um why, why don't we want to break the building? Cuz the there's two options here. I read it as three. <laughs> the obsidian mausoleum reduced to shards or 100,000 voices calling Oh, uh, I thought those were both the same I thing. I did feel like it was yeah, a, a connecting comma. Mm. But maybe no. Claire, you there's really need to add 
uh, better. Oh, there's a period. There's a period. Okay. Did, did you say period when you were speaking this out? That's <laughs> very this is like ass. the question mark when talking to <laughs> Falling into a thousand shards. Period. Got it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's, you know, like three three things, you know? It's like a thing, one, option one, option two, or an unknown option three. A thousand voices mm. crying out, boots down. <laughs> I was assuming that the first two were together. So we can break the building, and that will not necessarily lead to a whole bunch of people dying. I say we go that route. <laughs> So now we do break the mausoleum? I think that's the idea. I mean, Claire's the prophet here. Um, Between building on one hand... My stand is sometimes a little hard to dissect. (laughs) I apologize for that. Building on one hand, people dying on the other. Again, based on this morality spectrum we have created, one seems to be. Well, that's a relief. I feel like breaking it's going to be a lot easier than not breaking it. Unless this is also symbolism. Is that a metaphor for something? I don't know. I mean, so there's like, there's three separate choices. We could reduce it to shards, or we could have all of those people die, assuming that's what that means. Or there is another path, but we won't know what that path is because of the man and woman untouched by time. Yeah. Cool. Hmm. Cool, cool, cool. So, so maybe break the mausoleum. Maybe, maybe. break the mausoleum. This, this seems safe. Hmm. Yeah, it seems like a bad, bad place kind of thing. But I just, I don't, I don't know if it totally lines up. Like this idea of like the devil and the the demon, but also no doubt one of your family. I mean, we we shouldn't be breaking the family. We should just break the building around the family. I feel like that's a pretty hard distinction to make from mine. I guess not. Glazov 5 I'm, broke. I'm not a but, building. But no, no, I know you're not a building, but some of your family are buildings. So. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, contemplate this. He's got a point. Hmm. So. I always pictured her as a giant lava lamp. Hmm. So we go to the waste. We find the obsidian mausoleum. We maybe try and reduce it to shards. We take the AI out. Of the obsidian mausoleum, and then we reduce it to shards. Problem solved. Yes. Right. That is, that is definitely a path. Okay. All, all right. Great. Okay. You're welcome, Jeff. I'm sure you're feeling a lot better now that we've all discussed this. I'm feeling great right now. Perfect. Love it. <laughs> um, and so you guys all have, I would say, a light. Would you have a late breakfast? Heavy breakfast? What kind of breakfast you got? Did you not eat breakfast with Walker? <laughs> no, this is important. No, I, I left early. Mm-hmm. They they knew I was leaving, but we didn't have breakfast. Oh, it's time to make our pre-adventure pancakes and eggs. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> As is have, customary. We do have yeah. a tendency to make brunch. Uh, so you all have uh, a relaxing morning. Not too far into it, a, um, a bleary-eyed uh, Dr. Lucius Leggett knocks on the door and says, I think I've done all the sleeping I can, but I would very much like it if you could put on a pot of coffee for me. We have one. I have, I have one. Help yourself. Thank you very much. Yes. 
You know, I'm, I go out and buy tea, hey, and now hey, everybody's hey, drinking coffee. It's just hey, me and Ian. I'm gonna drink some, some black tea, tea now. All right, yeah, I'm kidding. As she sips like some tea, like, no, please don't yeah. take my tea. No, I gotta take your tea. It's just <laughs> now we need to add coffee to the life. Take don't that tea upset, away. <laughs> Not in and this house. Take your, take your <laughs> dog too, just to drive the point home. You're tearing me apart now. <laughs> anyway. And so um, you all prep to leave. Is there anything that you want to do before you leave Nova Voxis? We should discuss the prophecy. No. <laughs> you should, yes. Nova Voxis, no. I all think right. that's... So, um, Nona, you take controls, as you always do, and put in the coordinates that you, um, you received from uh, the... Um, What's it? Yes. Yes. The 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 sister. Un, the sister. Exactly. Uh, the unknown. Well, they asked sister to you. They did. Yes. So you don't necessarily know backwards, or I don't know. Um, Do you not understand how familial relationships? No, no, no. Someone can be my sister, but That's I'm not fair. their sister. That's fair. Um, I am going to assume female because again, I've got yeah, my yeah. three data points here. Yeah, I'm just doing my best not to leak more information than I need to. <laughs> Let's um, not misgender the AIs. Got it. Amazing. And, and so you all take off. Um, Dr. Lucius Leggett um, sits next to you, Nona. And I, I assume you guys go over like the the device that yep. you said. You you kind of go off and say, oh, this is how this thing works. And he gives you a couple of like, oh, yes, but I would probably do something along those lines. You, you have like a, an engineering do the We do the techno babble thing. Yeah. Um, for the most part, the the ship is able to to drive itself. It's also, I could use split focus way. on it if need be. You know, very very true, very true. Um, in the meantime, is there anything uh, Alex and Mike uh, you guys are doing? Um, are you hanging out in the pit, al- uh, the cockpit, along with these? I suppose the bridge, not the cockpit. No, I think I'm gonna be warming up, probably doing some of my yoga in anticipation of stuff happening mm-hmm. you need to limber up a little bit get focused <laughs> uh, alex is gonna head to comms okay communications yeah okay um and so no is there anything else that you want to discuss directly with dr lucius like did, did you get all of the things that you wanted to at the end okay. of the last session Let's see, we got the core pieces the other core pieces of core shatter deacon adams in general um yeah no that's it that's all of them amazing i can delete that <laughs> and and so he speaks up and says uh so um as as to the um the the creation of, of true ai what what have you have you learned much more than i have i've shared all that i i know isn't he the one who shared about the roughly the 3d printer yeah this is roughly what i've been thinking about do we we don't have that, but we know it exists or we've seen it. You know that there's some kind of device that might require psychic intervention. Yeah. Um, that well, I thought, allows for like the programming and setting each layer. Yeah, I think that's why I've been thinking about it as a 3D printer. Because I think what EDI might have shared with us, somebody, was that when working on the Santa project, it was like, put some stuff down. Do some magic bullshit on it. Put some other stuff down. And just kind of layer between AI core material 
magic bullshit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, and and that that is about what you you have learned. Yep. And that, so the answer is, I assume, probably not. Interesting. It just seems that we need to get our hands on. Well, I don't know. I, I don't <laughs> want to uh, necessarily group us together. Sorry. I if if one were to want to create such a a, a being, uh, they would need access to such a device. Um, I have a possible reason to believe that uh, Tricked might be nearing the completion of such a device. Unfortunately. Um, it, it requires some form of uh, telekinesis, which I am, do not currently have. Uh, I was about to ask, a, a, can you develop that? Is that a thing that people can do? De- develop a tool for telekinesis? No, like just have it. Like they, they just N- have it. They, they do, yes. <laughs> um, uh, no, it's something that people are born with, unfortunately. And mm. if you're not born with it, you never show uh, the ability to... You, some people are just born touched with the ability to do such a thing. Is that is that the wrong word, Nona? Did I say something <laughs> Sorry, wrong? Sorry, <laughs> <laughs> He was just... He's a bit touched. It's usually a not yeah. a good thing. Yeah. Flashback to Micah, who's on the ceiling of the hangar doing yoga. <laughs> mm, she's a bit touched. I don't know. Why is she on the ceiling? So, uh, well, what, what, what do you hope the- to, to find out in the Fistosan Wastes then? If anything, it seemed you were already perhaps considering to go out here. Well, there's, you know, only really one of me. And then also, and I just hold up the, the shard bags. They're still sorted into their separate, mm-hmm. you know, here's Santa and here's the one that Deacon Adams had and all that. And so more could be good. Mm-hmm. It does seem like also there are things out there that want to kill me so grouping together safety and numbers is the thing that i read about makes sense yeah i haven't talked much about this well i suppose i have because i do prattle on but there is something that i believe that we can learn from your kind uh, something that is more than ourselves and what life means it's, it's really my dream to be able to create such people, such as yourselves, and learn more about ourselves in the process. There's so many things that you can do that uh, us biological beings are just completely unable to. And unlocking this, this knowledge would perhaps be able to turn our view inwards. I, I can't necessarily speak it too much. Are you saying you would like an AI to teach you about humanity? Because I have some notes. (laughs) Not so much about humanity, but to understand the underlying machinations of what we consider life. Mm. You see, everything um, that has been created, uh, biologically speaking, was done and random chance and changed over millennia until you see me here today. And we are a mishmash of various biological processes that when you get down to it, doesn't necessarily think 
for itself, but the whole thing in concert shows something greater than the sum of its parts. And I believe you are also greater than the sum of your parts, than the, the pistons and hydraulics within you. There's something more there, but it is innately different than what we are. I think it's actually very different because if the human is all of body and brain, I don't necessarily consider myself to be this. I'm the this. And she taps her chest. And he says, that's precisely what I'm getting at. We have such different machinations of who we are as living, thinking, uh, I was going to say breathing, but... Uh, <laughs> living beings and what does it mean to be alive to be sentient to be intelligent and if we can see examples to the contrary of this is something created out of steel and energy but be alive i don't know it's just it's always something that i've i feel like i've been striving towards Anyway, he had this like glassy-eyed look sure. off into the the into the the Vistasen waste, which you guys have transitioned into. So you've gone from this lush green area back into the dull grays and browns, smoke coming up from the surface. Uh, no, and is there anything more that you would like to discuss with Doctor Lucius Leggett at this point in time? I do not. Well, actually, no, I do have something. Mm -hmm. um, I would be interested in your thoughts on... There is a decent chance that if we do encounter a true AI, they are of the form of something closer to what you had in Nova Voxis, namely very large. Mm -hmm. um, and I would be interested in the possibility of relocating them i see i see this would be difficult um i don't know if they could stay on on planet given i don't know what intentions aletta or any of the other two of everhaven or son of Bhutan would do with such information they're already trying to divvy up these expert boxes as, as evenly as possible, trying to just boost their numbers even more, that I worry that such a, if such a being existed, they would summarily be divided into three if possible. Probably not, but possibly even start a war across the three houses. Yeah, from what I've seen, the dividing thing doesn't work on that particular model. I would assume they would have to uh, leave with you if that's the case. Most likely. That is something that I would certainly be willing to assist with. Um, the only, only stipulation that I would like to say is I don't want this to be our last time we see each other. If I could perhaps see more of you and if we bring along another, just to learn more, to understand more. There's so much more that one can learn from a living, working, true AI than the corpse of a pre-existing one. Makes sense. Are we dating right now? 
And he, he's, he's taken a little bit of back by that. Um, that that's not my intention uh, at at all. Um, I the the feelings um, are, are not meant to be romantic in nature. Uh, if Good. um <clears throat> yes uh no uh no we were all thinking it <laughs> <laughs> alex buzzes like one of the comms button and is like are you finished with your date are you guys ready to go <laughs> see now i'm just confused <laughs> i i think i think he's he's uh being uh, ironic hmm. in in that i don't know if you're responding there's no there's no <laughs> microphone in the kitchen <laughs> And uh, Doctor presses, like, presses the button. <laughs> We're talking about you. Was that was that ironic? Sorry, I had I still had the button pushed down. So I, I hold up. I'm lifting my finger now. Over. <laughs> We've never used this. Over. No one is gonna just go walk to the kitchen. <laughs> Alex, explain the concept of irony to me. Oh, um, so there's different types. There's dramatic, um, where you know something that uh, the other person doesn't. I, don't rem- I honestly don't remember very much about this. I didn't do great in English classes. Um, there's also situational irony, um, and um, which is when the situation is ironic. Hmm. Please let me free. <laughs> Don't worry, I'm looking up sentences. And it's also verbal irony. Verbal That's irony. just sarcasm. I think I think it was verbal irony then. Micah mm. walks past the communications room on the way back from her workout. Hey Nona, is your date finished? <laughs> <laughs> Dramatic irony. Something clicks and she just goes, Oh. Fascinating. <laughs> Is there any other conversations that wants to take place while you all are headed towards these coordinates that Nona has received? All right. Cool. In that case, so you notice that as you're getting closer and closer to the uh, the, the coordinates that were laid out, this, this entire travel has taken probably on the order of like four or five hours. You know what um, we should have done? Should ask Leggett more about what he knows about the devil in the obsidian mausoleum, as he is the one who told us that. I feel free to, so we can definitely. Do yeah, that. just say we did that. Yeah, so, so no, no, you go. So <laughs> transitioning <laughs> smoothly from one time, <laughs> given that we are not dating, I'm going to be changing the subject now. Understood. Understood. Tell me more of the devil in the obsidian mausoleum. Oh, it's a a a um. A, a Festassian ghost story. Um, I, I believe I was talking about this the last time. Uh, uh, they, um, the the original um, colony ship crash landed, and its terraforming uh, generator went haywire, and that created the lake. But some livable area around said lake, and the the first people that were on uh, Festos, they had to adventure into the Festassian wastes. And eventually they found the, the factories. And after having found the factories, they continued to search more farther and farther into the wastes. Um, but from those tales come various accounts. Unfortunately, the, the gases um, that are on Fistos can lead to um, 
uh, flights of fancy. Um, but there's many ghost stories out in the wastes. Um, one of them being uh, the more well-known one is the, um, the the devil in the in his uh, obsidian mausoleum, which seems uh, a bit strange. Um, but Nona takes a special note of the pronoun. <laughs> hmm. What? Just because oh. you said his, oh, yeah, his. Yeah. I'm expecting a female. That's fair. Um, and uh, a little worrying, to say the least, given our current location, our, our current trajectory, and what we wish to perhaps see. Um, it, it seems a lot of the ghost stories are were sometimes based in reality. Um, I think that there were pools of various liquids that would occasionally uh, release noxious gas, which would cause the adventurers to believe that pools of liquid were stealing their their um their breath um the obsidian palace uh perhaps is some kind of monuments of grave nature i'm not entirely sure um but the the story goes that i think a few uh, adventurers came across a a black obsidian hand reaching out into the sky and um, if they ventured close, they could see the devil himself in its, um, in its halls. So I'm not entirely sure what... The building itself is shaped like a hand. Again, flights of fancy. Of course, of course, of course. Just details. Yes, yes, yes. Um, it's, it's a ghost story. Um they came across this, a uh, few came in, uh, only one left, and he had these stories of this um, warnings as they ventured deeper and deeper in, and they chose not to listen, for they believed they had found the fifth Nova Voxis or Mega Factory, but instead they found something far more sinister in its bowels and... Um, Unfortunately, due to the amount of poison gas the last person had, he died shortly after uh, arriving back. And I'm not even entirely sure if this is an Everhaven, Sonobutan, Wycliffe, or Novavoxen, Fistossen uh, wasteland story, but it's been passed around years and years. It's, mm. yeah, again, a ghost story. I'm really looking forward to a few hours from now when we pull up and just like parallel park right next to it. Situational. <laughs> yeah. Speaking of. Here we go. As you have no more conversations. Mm -hmm. um, the uh, As you approach these coordinates and you're getting closer and closer, you notice that the, the swirling mists and smoke beneath you, um, while they have been getting thicker and thicker have actually started to thin and thin until you can start to see the the different plants that dot the, the planet's surface these rock almost like petrified trees that constantly billow the smoke um but they seem fewer and, and far between and as you pass over you notice that some seem to have been knocked down here and there um can i get a wisdom nose check from people Six. 
Eight. Ten. Oh, wait, hold up. Yeah, wisdom notice. Eight. Okay. So one thing that you notice, uh, Alex, is as you take a look down um, through this haze, it's a little bit hard to see because of the haze over everything, but it almost seems like there's a pattern to some of the the trees being knocked down. Like, like there's a path that was carved through, so it was then paved over, but the, the, the these petrified trees were just knocked over and pulled to the side. Can I tell how long it's been that way? Like, is this, like, relatively recent? Were they knocked over a long time ago? How much sand has settled on the trees is, I guess, how I'd figure that out. It seems... So, it's weird. Fistos is strange. You're not entirely sure the de- like the, the level of decay. Um, it You wouldn't say it's ancient, because you also don't know how long it takes for these petrified trees to kind of go away. But you would say, at least within the past couple of months, this is... The, the cause of this. So there, there's definitely some like desiccation here and there. Granted, the entire place is desiccated, so. Right. Looks like somebody else found this, but that lines up. Reznikov, likely, hopefully, unless there's some third party we're unaware of. But um, yeah, somebody had a rough landing maybe or needed to get something big through here. Makes sense if it was Rastikov. All right. So as the the smoke starts to clear more and more, the, you start to actually, now that Alex has pointed this out, you do notice that there seems to be multiple of these pathways carved through the wastes. And there's one large one that almost acts as the main, and then a bunch of a main path and then a bunch of tributaries that dot off at, at thin intervals here and there um and go in different directions uh, um but as you question yes this is kind of sounding vaguely familiar to the path we saw from the pit that we thought was going to eat us mm-hmm. right or am i misremembering way back when we first went out on our Pistos and Wasteland adventures, there was like a hole and then there was like a clear path where stuff was being dragged out of said hole. And then it also had little branchy off paths. Is that right? Yes, you would not be incorrect in drawing that that connection. Are they like the same size? Was this one bigger? They're probably about the same size. Um, So you see this. And as things start to thin more and more, you see more of these these various pathways until you eventually reach a wide clearing. The smoke almost has completely and utterly completely done at this point. Like you can see the ground itself and everything surrounding it. You see a wide clearing that is hundreds, if not thousands of meters across. There's an outer ring that is a completely flat area seems like the, the perfect landing spot. Between the outer ring and the inner ring seems to be a small ridge that transitions into uh, the inner ring that slopes downwards. Within the inner ring, you see these labyrinthian trenches carving their way, um, almost like 
either they are pointing directly towards the center or going around the radius. So like a labyrinth that is mm -hmm. on the, like this on a coin or something like that. Fair enough. And at the center of this clearing are five opaque ebon towers connected by a domed building. The orientation of the towers in the building gives you a, the image of a massive onyx hand desperately grasping towards the sky. I'm going to just lean over and poke like it and point out the thing. Yeah, that's um oh that's about what the ghost stories say. Yeah, if you think of any more relevant details, you let us know. Okay? I will rack my brain for any relevant details at this point in time. Much obliged. I'm interested to meet the devil himself, then I suppose. So a bit I mean, racist, I guess, but fine. <laughs> I guess vac suits, right? Hmm. Uh, if, oh yeah, gases right. or something we're concerned about. That, that is a, a possible, uh, a smart idea. Yes. Rem uh, reminder: I think we haven't done this in the past, but I'm going to try and um, enforce it now. Sure. I don't think you can wear vac suits and other armor. Hmm. No, you can't. So mm -hmm. make sure if you are putting on a vac suit, you are removing. Well. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, uh, I, I was looking at Micah. Micah doesn't need it. And also, no, I think your AC my comes Most of from, my AC comes from Ironside. I was just so about to. This is literally important only for Alex <laughs> and, and Claire. Claire. Ironhide, excuse me. And Claire's got a shield. Also, Claire Micah shield. Like, is worried about going unconscious. Yeah. If, if you're worried about me going down, uh, then go ahead. But I can definitely just extend a, well, a you force can. field. To well, we whenever. slept once. Yes. So we, you have did. one. Let me let me quickly look that up. I have yeah. one system strain probably and a healed six because we, we got Nine. beat up a fair amount in Wycliffe. Did we? Did oh, we look you would have been healed as well when I did the biosonics. Oh, uh, would heal. So I, I can roll health. health. I didn't realize you were. Oh, thanks. Like, yeah, yeah, I was like below half health. Yeah. Oh, oh I didn't know that. Or actually, yeah, slightly below half health. Yeah. Oh, uh, twelve. Nice. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, also, system strain decreases automatically by one point after each night of rest. Okay. So you should have so it begs, 13 system strain. It begs the question, how restful was your night? Uh -huh. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. <laughs> that was it. I got a chuckle. Do, do, do you want me to stay at 14 no, system you, strain? No. <laughs> you slapped. How did, much did you strain your system there, Micah? Uh -huh. Okay. <laughs> We're Micah's done. limping. <laughs> 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 wild night guys wild night yeah. wouldn't believe me if i told you she fell down, she fell down the stairs <laughs> <laughs> trying to carry volker through the uh was it through the entrance uh, <laughs> sure. across the threshold that's okay. it across the threshold get I married you just so you can carry people across this, across the threshold if you didn't get married it's the literary symbolism you're putting been a lot over of romantic this. gestures in my mouth here Jeff. <laughs> i'm sorry <laughs> you see strange yourself picking them up uh anyway anyway so that is what you see you see um an outer ring that is uh flat perfect landing spot mm -hmm. you see uh an inner ring that slopes inwards towards this structure with these trenches dug into them you can't quite tell exactly how deep those are 
And given how everything is set up, you could just kind of walk over top of the, the trenches. You wouldn't necessarily need to go down into them. Um, but I was just imagining, like, this is a perfect landing spot, but I'm a really good pilot. We could land closer <laughs> and just, like, try to land on the thing. And, you we and I've broken everything. <laughs> but yes, no, we'll park in the convenient parking spot you have created for us, oh, world creator. All right. And so back suits are going on as well. Leggett will also put on a back suit. Yeah. Yep. I will use my pressure field and my armory as usual. Cool. Are you going to, so you're not going to put on a back suit? Correct. I never do. All I right. like to travel light. All right. So. You all disembark, and this is where you are. What do you do? We go in the thing. <laughs> Please be a little bit more descriptive. I mean, <laughs> so I can react to what you do. That's completely fair. So we've you're got going the outer into the labyrinth trenches and then getting lost in there. Is that what you're doing? Roughly, that was my plan. That's a pretty good plan. Yeah, maybe. I was gonna, you know, follow the right wall for a while. I got time. Again, I'm trying to describe this. You could walk on top of the walls of this labyrinth. Yeah, that's fair. Like, I guess, how tall are the walls? Though the walls are actually, uh, as you approach, they don't appear to be all that tall. About as tall as like a short person. Um, so like more of a trench than um, like the, the high walls of like a labyrinth that's trying to obscure where you go. In that case, I would like to attempt to discern the purpose of this bizarre landmark. Sure. I mean, I, I guess. <laughs> well, I succeed. <laughs> I did it. Tell me. Tell me exactly. Like, try and figure out. I, I wanted to. I don't know. Uh, throw it in. Okay, so things I'm looking for yeah. include <laughs> if this is not meant to be a labyrinth for humans, is it meant to be a labyrinth for something smaller? Is this just a regular things run this way? Is there anything on the walls that would like set off alarms or do things like that? Or okay. You, you know what I'm kind of vaguely trying to say? Yeah, like, why is it here? This seems weird. Yes, it does. Yeah. yeah. Um, an intelligence uh, no check. Okay. I don't know. No, that's fine. Like, there's no investigate. Yes. Now, mm -hmm. <sighs> Dice, you fail me at the most critical. That's not, that's fine. Um, I got all five. It seems to be done you you can't think of any reasons why this would be here <laughs> um maybe to hide something maybe as like just regular old trenches or defenses maybe someone's trying to psych out anyone that might come across this hmm. weird patterning like almost like crop circles it doesn't seem like it has a purpose Fair enough. Or you rack your brain to try and find one, and your rational brain does not find one. Fair enough. I think... Um, well, Mike is going to hop up on top of one of the walls. I want to walk up there. All right, yeah. Fair enough. Um, no alarms What's the terrain like? Is this sandy, or is it, like, kind of rocky? It It's kind of... It is probably more rocky than sand. Um, so, but the, the top layer of soil is can be like kicked up here and there. Uh, right. So it's, yeah. Is that, does that describe kind of? Yeah. Uh, Alex is going to pick up a rock and is going to kind of underarm toss it deeper into the labyrinth. Okay. He just kind of wants it 
once it's tests out what it's like closer to the actual structure. Okay, can you make a wisdom nose check for me, please? Sure. Not the best. Uh, eight. Okay. You throw this in, um, waiting to see, like just preparing to see anything or like any any movement, any noises. And it seems very quiet. You don't... Actually, you notice that it seems very quiet. Like the Fastasin Waste that you were in before, it was teeming with life. It was life that was kind of other. Which also mostly hated us, but... Yes. Or was curious of what you were. Fair uh, And then wanted to kill you. Uh, hate that. <laughs> hate that for us. Um, but you notice how just distinctly quiet it is. And how clear the sky is here something that was not the same in the Fistassen Wastes elsewhere you do catch just like a wisp of smoke that comes out of the trenches in the distance but nothing more than that I just remembered I was invited to come here but it was specified that I should come alone first of all should I announce my presence Second of all, I'd like to apologize for bringing people, but it's dangerous out there. Mm. Uh, yeah, I guess it's, it's polite to, <laughs> to announce yourself. Literally, as soon as the yes is said, Nona steps forward and goes, Hello, potential sibling! I have come as requested. Unfortunately, I was unable to come by myself as you live on a death planet. I look forward to meeting you. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, I guess that wasn't exactly what I had in mind. That'll do it. Yeah, sorry. We all we all live together in in there. And he points at the ship. <laughs> yeah. So she couldn't really come on her own. And so after shouting this out, I, I also want to explain the distance is is quite large. You Bef like the the labyrinth is probably um the entire thing from center to outer ring is probably on the order of 1500 yards sure the outer ring is probably like a hundred yards or so which means like 1400 yards is between you and this massive structure in the middle of it. Yeah, but you definitely need to let them know you're coming before you just walk into their hedge maze. I'm just maze. saying you're very far away right yeah, now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Completely fine. Not actually expecting. We're just observing proper rules of decorum here. It's yeah. also really quiet. It's also it really quiet. So maybe it carries. Quiet. Maybe it carries. I maybe just, it I, got I, there. Maybe I, they I got sensors out here. Yeah. But yes, it is quite, we acknowledge the distinct possibility that nobody heard that and that is okay. Yeah, I just wanted to make sure you were parsing what I was describing correctly. Mm -hmm. or, or yeah, I was describing enough for you to understand what's going on. Fair enough. Uh, Alex, I'm going to take that that same wisdom notice check that you took before. At the, the screaming across uh, towards this structure, again, just wisp of smoke, but in a different location and another wisp of smoke, but can't. And it just dissipates very quickly. Okay. Guess we start heading forward, right? Yeah. Nona, do you want to lead the way? Hmm. Because this is your... Uh, I think we'll be fine. Um, I have been noticing just little tufts of something coming up, but uh, deep, deeper in hmm. into the labyrinth. 
potentially we avoid where those are coming from then? Sure, yeah, yeah. And Alex will kind of point them out and, you know, or give like a rough distance away from the uh, from the center that we can go. Yeah, so I assume that means you'll probably like travel along the ridge so you kind of avoid where those wisps are. Mm-hmm. Okay. I think my rough plan would be to straight line to center right up until the point where we might get close to a potential wisp. Like before, let's assume it's a creature, like a decent amount of way. We're trying to keep a radius. Mm -hmm. So like straight line and then go left or right to attempt to avoid go a specific distance and then go a straight line again. Does that make sense? Like I'm ignoring the curve of the walls, except when we are trying to avoid the smoke wisps. So you're actually going into the, the trench itself then? That is, yeah, where... You, you could walk along the, the walls of it. Um, yeah. Like, it. there's effectively, like, a raised platform mm. that is, like, four or five feet off the ground of... I was assuming I could potentially climb over that, so I was just doing a go-in, climb up, go down. Oh, I see. So you're going, like, in a straight line and climbing like, if over. And, yeah. like, if it's narrow enough... To jump across, then being on the yeah, top yeah. is fine. So, but other yeah. than that, it's okay. like up and then down. And yeah. Then. yeah, I probably am doing my best to hopscotch over staying on the top. Fair enough. Okay. You have like a, a thing, right? That allows you to just walk on walls. Right? Yeah. So, so I, can, <laughs> I can do what Nona's tried to do, but better if okay. I want. All right. Cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you guys make your way. You do need to slow your... Uh, movement because Dr. Lucius Leggett is not as as spry as he once was. Um, we and, have rope. We can help him. Okay. But yes, you are, you are going to need to help him. I'm uh, on board for occasion, this. Like putting a hand down, helping him up, so on and so forth. But you guys start making your way. Uh, can you all make a uh, dexterity sneak check for me, please? <laughs> sneaky. I need to grab my phone. Let's see. Oh, I'm actually not terribly not sneaky. Hell yeah. Uh, all right, red dice. You're about um, to be fired. Uh, da, 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 12. I got a six. I'm sneaky. The sneakiest. Ooh, not good. Uh, That's all right. We'll blame Claire. Two. <gasps> okay, Claire's I fault. Two ones. Oh, look at actually. Really? Yeah. <laughs> okay, well, then we're fine. So. <laughs> we're going to blame it on Claire. Uh, Claire and Leggett. Leggett does it all right. Um, he's he's not as as loud. He's not carrying as much things. But Claire, Nona, and Alex, you like it, it's you're carrying a lot of stuff. You're going up and down like five feet. It's hard. And so a couple of times, like one of your your guns maybe knocks against the side of the the, the walls of the trench. Um, but you're you're trying to make as 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 stealthy of an approach as possible. But there is some noise that's being made. And uh, who who is at the the head? That would so be me. That's Nona. Leading this particular charge. Who's? Uh, can I just get the? You know what? Never mind. Um, Nona, <laughs> since you're at the head, at, at as you guys start to make your way, it, it about I would say uh, halfway there, about 700 meters uh, into this this walk, um, you start hearing movement on either side of you, and you see these puffs of smoke 
just kind of like going, rising up above the trenches mm -hmm. and then like turning like as sure, if like, like it's follow, is it following like the path? It's following the path of the, 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 the trench. What do you guys immediately do? From or Nona, you see this. Yeah. Mm -hmm. I'm first things I point them out. From above, there, there. As since I'm walking on top, can I see what it's coming from or not? No, whatever's down in there is quite low to the ground. Mm. You hear scuttling and it's approaching faster. Fair enough. I think um, our, which sides is it on? Is it all of them? It is coming from directly in front of you and to your left and right. All right. I, we go backwards. I don't want to particularly interact with the smoke things. I think uh, so up. with the idea that there are things in this trench like reacting to noise, I think we abandoned the sort of up and down plan and we take the walls specifically. Okay. Like, so I'm not going to, it's less of a let's climb down and let's climb up because speed and high ground are more important. Okay, so you're, you're retreating and recalibrating. And it's kind of like waiting. So as you see these things approach, you see them almost cross past each other. Mm -hmm. You Like where you were before, you cross back over and you just see the, the plume, almost like a stream of smoke now coming from each of those and they pass each other and just they move every which way. And thankfully, due to the height of everything, you can see where each one is corresponding. Um, but they're about currently 50 yards away or something like that, mm. just going back and forth, back and forth. And over the course of 10 or 15 minutes, it starts to dissipate again. I'm on board for not interacting with that if we can avoid it. Yeah, sounds good. At, at this, Lucius Slaggett speaks up and says, um, if if my uh, uh, bestiary skills are, are on, on point, I believe those possibly are smokers that are in the, uh, the, the the labyrinth. They do quite like uh, tight crevices to sort of wedge themselves into. Um, it's possible that there are quite a few living in these various trenches. Well, we know how to deal with that. I pull out a grenade. <laughs> well, I suppose that is one way to do it. Um, I would like to stand back to do that. <laughs> The air here is clearer, it seems like. Is that true or not true? It okay. is clearer, but you do notice that when you agitate the smokers that live in the labyrinth, um, they start to cause this this stream of smoke. That's why they're called smokers. Right. But we're not going to set the atmosphere on fire if we explode no, a grenade here. We will not. Cool. So what I'm thinking is we throw a rock, they gather around where that spot is, and then we throw a grenade. Eh? Oh, we don't have to just kill the wildlife. We could just move a little more quietly. We can attempt. Yeah. On the one hand, it clears the way. On the other hand, I feel like we might be jumping into, like, shatter the obsidian mausoleum <laughs> a little bit early, you know? Mm, fair enough. Explosives are... All right, we may attempt stealth again. Let's give it one more try, but at this point, we might just have to uh, nix it. Nix okay. them. We could also just try and go fast. Yeah. 
wait. Sure. Do we do we see an entrance into the structure through here, or is it just like you're about halfway off right now? So I can describe something to you um, to give you a little bit more description of the. You're a little bit closer now, so you get uh, a view of the towers themselves. The tops of these towers are tapered, uh, ending in a very fine point. The edges uh, of the towers curve in and out, giving them a serrated profile. They give you the feeling that they would cut you if you just looked at them funny. They are situated in a crescent shape, with the middle tower reaching the farthest into the sky, followed by the two towers on either side of the middle. Then the far left one, followed by the far right one being the shortest of the five. So it's a right hand. Perhaps. Or the back of the left hand. True. Other than that, there is a domed structure that seems to connect all of these uh, towers to one another. And at the base of it, you would assume there might be some kind of entrance. But we can't see it yet. You can't see it right now. You're too far away. Unless you have like binoculars or something, we do have binoculars. If you have binoculars, I can describe. I, I have a we, pair of I have a pair of binoculars. Yeah, we bought somebody some. All right. Yeah. So Alex, you, you oh that's right. You were like we're trying, scouting out. You know, yeah, scouting out. I think seeing if anyone uh, you turned on the beacon for for Dorian Gray to yep. see if anyone would <laughs> uh, try and con- uh, contact you. Mm-hmm. So as you approach. Ooh, no, you're not approaching. Sorry. Because you normally would only see this if you approach. If you got closer. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I know this feeling. You got to skip over that little bit at the beginning of the sentence. Um, You see an opening uh, at the base of the would-be palm. Flanking either side of the opening are these pointed cylindrical columns of various lengths, as as if the opening is entering the maw of a large beast. Uh, between the metaphorical fangs, you get the glance of a heavy metal door with a keypad of some sort to its right. All right, I found our inn. Um, uh, let's get there. Cool. <laughs> it looks yeah. like it looks like it's locked. Uh, Micah, Nona, I don't know if you would have more success going up to the door on your own, trying to get it open, and then maybe we do a, uh, you know, the less stealthy the little more oblivious of us, myself included, do a mad dash once the door is actually open? Hmm. Well, I was not super stealthy, but I can try to be better. And they did ask you to go by yourself. Maybe it's our best bet, since you might be the best at opening a keypad lock. This is fair. Yeah, we'll uh, we'll be close enough to provide any, you know, firearm support that's necessary. So, so the plan is to send Nona forward to go open the door. To go open the door, and then you guys are still like quite a ways off, like seven football fields off. They've been working on their cardio. Yeah, how far down can we safely go? Or are the smokers like throughout the labyrinth? Because I've been imagining that they're like around the structure, but there's like a certain amount that we can walk before attracting them. It seems like they're uh, randomly placed without with, within the, the labyrinth itself. So they're you not are, like guarding. They're just kind of chilling. As far as you can tell, you can't quite tell the intention of these things. You just know they are there. Um, and you move from the first spot where you like cause some of them to wake 
or for a, yeah, the alert. But we went and backwards. Then you moved, and so then you knocked a couple, knocked some things against, made some noise, and then a couple more showed up. So you can't be sure of the number that is living in this wide area right now. Okay. And you don't necessarily get the sense that they're patrolling the area. Got it. Possibly that they are just alert to outside noises. So maybe it makes sense if we all just go as fast as we can. Because we're not like especially safer here than anywhere else. Well, if I'm if we're going to reach there and then I'm going to attempt to speed hack open a door, um, I might recommend do you have a grenade on you? I have EMP grenades, which would not help. Wait, we had this discussion before. Oh, no, it's actually a, better at throwing. I have a, I do have a grenade actually, um, okay. but I'm not very good at throwing. Yeah, I think uh, throwing is like I like got a, a dex exert check or something. Yeah, which I'm serviceable at. Um, if right. if it's shoot, then I'm not so good. Exert, I have plus one at least. Yeah, I thought there was like a shoot thing. All right, found it. Um, grenades can be thrown with the exert skill instead of the shoot skill if desired. So it's a dex shoot or uh, dex exert check if you'd like. Cool. Yeah, so I'm okay at that. Cool. So the plan is just to go? I guess the plan is we're going to try and be speedy about it. Okay. Um, and then get to the door, open the door, and if the things kind of come after us. So the speediest thing would probably be a direct line and over top of everything and jumping over each of the trenches. Yeah, if if one can. I don't yeah, know if it's, the, if it's wide enough. I think staying. It, yeah, it's not... It is wide, like wide enough for a person to kind of walk down it, mm-hmm. um, but you can consistently jump that. You would have to be careful about it, and I would definitely make you make a roll. Someone might fall. I think that's right. I think we try that. Sure. Does someone so want to carry Dr. Lucius Leggett? Not for every single one, because there are probably a lot of jumps involved. One yeah. can. Okay. So this is probably going to be like a dexterity. I mean, if he doesn't check. think he could do it, we're discussing this plan. You <laughs> should yeah. speak up. Um, yeah. Well, I, I, I'm not as spry as I once was. Uh, I could certainly a- attempt it, but I can't necessarily guarantee that I wouldn't fall. You want to go fast so or you want to go sneaky? <laughs> I would like to not die. Whatever one gets gets us to that uh, end. I mean, I can try and help him across, like be a little slower, the two of us, but at least get him there in one piece. I think the safe thing, if that's the route we want to take, is to attract as many of the smoke of the smokers as we can. Do a you know consistently retreating whenever they get too close, and then once they're cleared out, then we go and deal with the door. Mm. So systematically make noise, get them to gather, then explode them, them out, and then continue moving forward. We could, if we desired to not explode all of them, um, purposefully make noise in another area and then have most of our party kind of just go in a different area. That's a good point. Could we put together like a beeper and... Uh... Wrap some meat around that and throw that and 
get inside Even while they're distracted. With meat wrapped around it is not necessarily <laughs> a thing I have on my list. But yeah. well, do we have we have beep? We, if we have a uh, beeper, then we have lunch meat. We have ham. <laughs> I, I have some <laughs> some spare parts. I could probably try and craft something that uh, would make a, a a ton of noise. I wouldn't be able to. Uh, uh, throw it anywhere. Someone else will throw you. it. Okay, yes. Don't I, I, yeah. I could probably throw something together. I would need uh, some some time and uh, just yeah, give me a moment. And he starts uh, rummaging through and his I bags. And I help. Yeah. And well, Nona, do you have... Is there any way we could maybe communicate with the uh, with your sister in there? Is there? Open up a channel, maybe? You saw me. Yeah, I will do my best. Um. <laughs> From the ship, even. If we're, you know... So... The individual in question here contacted me via taking over Wycliffe and vibrating specific electrical systems within Wycliffe. Unfortunately, I did not manage to snag their cell phone number. Okay. Well, yes, that's... that's But I've got a frequency scanner anyway. I could attempt to find a frequency if one is being used and maybe broadcast on it. Although that's a Jeff call. Who? God. <laughs> Hi, uh, God. Say that one more time. I was writing something down. Yeah. Uh, basically, the other idea being we try to contact the AI right now and something between the frequency scanner that we have and like, can we broadcast radio waves, any of that sort of thing with any of the various things that we've got. Mm-hmm. I don't know. I think you kind of need like directly the, like one, they would have to have like a number of some kind and then you call it unless you think that like the, are you trying to jam their signal? Or are you trying to like contact I'm trying them? to like get their attention be like, yo, I'm here in some way or another. It doesn't necessarily have to be call you up and have a conversation, but you know, Morse code exists. If we open up binary exists. Yeah, you could try and hail the the station somehow, but that doesn't necessarily station uh structure, yeah. but that does not necessarily mean that they would respond. Can we hail with stuff that's on us right now, or would we have to uh, go back to the ship? Because we're like yeah. in the middle of the labyrinth, right? Yeah, yeah. right. So, yeah. Okay. No, we can't do that. Okay. Well, I, I will I will create some uh, quick things here. And he, he quickly throws something together. He seems to have, like, a couple of, like, old, really, like, ancient walkie-talkies that he pulls, mm-hmm. like, the, the sound module out of. And he's soldering them to a board and quickly says... He brought a soldering gun. I, he's, I, it, Amazing. It's like, it's more like a Amazing. Tool, like yeah. a, you have like a on your uh, the meta tool, tool does yeah, that metal okay. tool like does all the things that you need to. I got it's, a pretty tech toolkit. Is the science is, is we science, science real good? Science fiction okay. real good. Amazing. Um, we did that, and he creates uh, these a couple of objects um, that when he like switches on, uh, he says he doesn't do it, and right here is like this is how it works. Yeah, uh, I he mean, says that it will throw like a consistent like clicking noise. Cool. If you'd like, if you perhaps have some uh, charges or something of some kind, I could break it up in such a way that it will explode. No, not necessary. 
Nona is violently shaking her head at me. It's not good for an audio Let's try this for now. (laughs) Yeah, I think this is fun. We don't need to kill them if they're just out of the way. Understood, understood. Yeah, so I'll... He he gives you like four of these these things. We have four of them. Amazing. Did I say a different number beforehand? No, 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 no. no. I was just picturing one and then we book it. Yeah, right. he was, well, he, these are yeah, pretty quick. I I will use my telekinetic manipulation to grab three of them because that's the most I can. <laughs> I, I will take I will take the last one because I'm good at throwing. So nice. if we need that, and I'll try and put them into far corners away from us. How okay. far can you get on that? Uh, as far as I can see, with unaided visual range. Amazing, love that. It is wide open. <laughs> We're on a much. coin with this high walls. The only uh, can you can you operate switches as well? I, that's the kind of thing where I probably need to be able to like see the switch to do that kind of finesse, but that's kind of hey, a guess so We can turn them on and then just like circle them around the <laughs> labyrinth make and make the smokers run. Like, yeah. yeah. So is, is that what you want to do? This is amazing. Yeah. I love this plan yeah, so much. So I'll probably, flying meat beepers. Yeah. I mean, I'll, while they're still like close enough to see, but like a, several layers of labyrinth away from us. I will turn them on and then do what we're saying. Yeah. And Amazing. so they get turned on and it's oh, quite, oh. yeah, they're quite annoying. It's just like this, you know, like the metal, like clicking almost like of a, of a Geiger, Geiger counter, just, just pretty loud, um, almost like a metronome. And you start to space it out uh, away from the, the group of you. And you just notice, oh, there's one. Oh, there's another one. And, you just see these streams of smoke start to move along the trenches, uh, along these various paths, and start to to coalesce around the um, where the uh, these various devices are. You could probably count on the order of ten or twenty of these these various streams just start peeking out and start moving towards the source of the sound. Um, and I assume then you guys make your movement towards the fancy mm-hmm. idea mm-hmm. yep all right and so it takes a moment you want to be careful not to make more noise than these things are making uh behind you you hear like some kind of crunch and then an explosion of some kind as you remember smokers mm-hmm. do that thing do that thing and then spark around them to destroy things but there's just <clears throat> you see an explosion come out and there's one less ticker but as you're able to make it towards the inner ring, the the labyrinth kind of tapers off into a flat area. And you see more clearly now what uh, Alex was describing through his binoculars, um, this opening that almost has these fangs reaching down from the top of, of the Mon up from the bottom. And you see this metal door with this pad. And Dr. Lucius Leggett goes, uh, no, no, I, I, if you would like to take this one, I could also take this one. I have a device that, um, should be able to, to open this up in, in, in some amount of time. I think I have it. All right. Um, but first, before I do that, is that door going to bite me? Jeff, I want to like, what is the purpose of the fangs? Are they just there for aesthetics or is this a, like, we're going to die type situation? Cave of wonders or <laughs> just decoration? Yeah. Does it speak um, in a pleasant, it's, booming it's not, bass it's voice? It's not moving. You do get the sense that it is trying to look dangerous. Do I get the sense that it's looking for the diamond in the rough? Yeah. Yes. 
Cool. Excellent. <laughs> uh, I think the devil was just having a really nice time in Minecraft. <laughs> Don't really anything <laughs> but the lamb. <laughs> Yay, we did it. Um, so, Nona, how are you going to do this? Yeah, well, great news for me. Um, I actually forgot to take the black slab <laughs> out of my inventory. So it's still there. So I'm going to hack this. All right, awesome. Well, actually, first of all, given that you know, this might be somehow connected to, like, the various different towers. I want to see if there's, like, a made-for-me kind of plug-in slot. Uh, there there's not appear to be It's just, kind, like, yeah. a keypad. Yeah. Cool. That upsets me. Okay. Um, I'm, then I'm going to need you to make... Uh, I haven't actually really hacked a thing before. Yeah. I think this is my first hacking of a thing. I'm going to I'm gonna do a... a yeah, because this normally it's like hacking like Versus a database something. or something yeah. like that. You're just trying to find uh, this keypad, which depending on like the encryption, plugging this data pad in, I think you can just eventually do it. It might take some time, but mm-hmm. um, I'm going to take the the role of the in-program check to, to see how long it takes. Sounds good. My dice haven't been as lucky this episode, but hopefully. Okay, that's better. Um, that is going to be a 13. Okay. All right. Uh, you you it. have the feeling that you can get this going in like a handful of minutes at most. I think the encryption, we do that. Yeah. And so as as you're, you're clicking away at this. Um, Although I think as I start to do that, I'm going to hand the last. Uh, nice maker. Clicker. Yeah. Hmm. To somebody else so I can focus on yep. this. Right. And at this, Dr. Lucius Leggett starts to get a buzzing in his pocket. He looks quite uh, interesting at at it. He pulls it out and says, uh, uh, one moment, please. He steps away from the, the door that you guys are at <laughs> currently. He doesn't move too far. Away. Okay. He's, at, he's at like, he's kind of like just moving away uh, yeah for just, privacy reasons i mean not just like not like talking your ears and no you know. we want to hear what's going on and he says uh hello what i i please slow down i don't i don't understand what you're saying you're here i don't under- deacon you understand how close i am to this mm. You, out of the out of the entire, we haven't seen each other in months, and now you're calling me out of the blue, saying you're you're. And he starts to look at the ridge above. Says, Deacon, I have to go in. No, 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 no. I, I I'm sorry, I I can't do that. And at that, a shot rings out, and. It all happens so fast. A shot rings out and a spray of blood paints the teeth of this ebony mall. And Dr. Lucius falls down. And that is where we'll end today's episode. At least it wasn't red. Okay. We were fools. We were fools. Alex Lower is a smoking gun. (laughs) (laughs) And now your exposition is over. (laughs) Give my regards to the chef. (laughs) 
He was so young. <laughs> oh man, that sucks. I told him not to go that way. He just wanted to do science. Yeah.